Breaking news! Azeroth Coast to Coast continues its reign of terror on the global stage. Reports are filtering in that one of the masterminds behind this dastardly plot, Gavril, has been seen spreading chaos across the continental United States with the help of one Arlie, which we believe to be acting in concert with the Act Sea of Evil. Last week, they sowed confusion while talking about enslaving communities, and this week, they're up to their old tricks again and talking about wowzers. Will our citizens survive? Tune in to another Azeroth Coast to Coast to find out. We remind our viewers at home that we wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I went there, and uh, you're welcome. That was Miss Arley's request for this week, folks. Uh, and I absolutely enjoyed it. I've, been, I've, I've had that one in the can for a while, waiting to use it. I'm so happy I could help. <laughs> I know you're excited that you can help. Uh, and I'm excited that I've got uh, our, our, our wonderful friend, uh, Miss Arley, with me today. Uh, because we always have fascinating conversations. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know you're super stoked to be here. She just sounds so excited, folks. I know it's okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, Kevin and Chris, neither of them are here this week. Uh, they are uh, very busy, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but uh, this week, you get the highly, highly, completely unprofessional Gavril leading the entire show and doing everything. So... Super stoked and excited. Um, yep. Uh, so, uh, Ms. Arley, how are you doing, ma'am? Wonderful. Yay. That is great to hear. Uh, so how's your week been? Um, busy gaming. So, like, I had been organizing in our guild, uh, working on the Glory of the Legion Raider achievements, um, mm -hmm. which were in uh, Emerald Nightmare and uh, Nighthold, so we could get our corrupted Elderhorn mounts. And mm -hmm. we finished it this week, so that was exciting and fun. Um, and I'm gonna we're gonna start working on the Antorus ones for that mount, I think, next. Because as awesome as the tomb ones are, you get the title of the Tomb Raider. Nobody seems to care, so we're just going for the mounts, apparently. I I mean, unless you own the name, unless you own the character named Laura Croft, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't care. I could totally be Arlie the Tomb Raider. Yeah. I, I I know, but it's perfect <laughs> for Fashion Week, okay? Yes. It's perfect. <laughs> um, and aside from that, I also logged into Hearthstone so I could open my pack, which was fun and exciting. I have no idea if I got anything good, but I just like <laughs> opening the packs. <laughs> I, I, some people just have that sort of like, uh, that, that sort of gambling sort of <laughs> cycle they get stuck in in their brain, that gambling loop. Yeah, yeah. I have that problem. That's why I don't buy a lot of packs in Hearthstone. That's why I'm not allowed to spend money on Hearthstone except That's for pre-ordering. Actually, most of the reason why I stopped playing Hearthstone because I kept wanting to buy too many packs, and I was like, "This is a bad, bad thing." This is a bad idea. Bad idea, Arlie. Yeah. So I log into open packs when I get free ones. That's about it. Um, That's a totally acceptable way of doing it. Yeah. Don't worry. And then uh, I've been playing lots of uh, Detroit Become Human, which is just like a fascinating game. I love it. The characters in it are amazing. And like delving into how the choices you make affect all the things. It's just been amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've been passively kind of catching you on Twitch. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what's your Twitch name again? Uh, Arlie82. Okay, so that would be twitch.tv slash Arlie82 for yep. anybody that's interested. Um, and I've been kind of passively catching those every so often. Like when yeah. I'm at work, I will just kind of pop on for a few minutes sometimes I and actually, take a look at um, I So I finished my first playthrough that I was doing on Twitch, and I actually 
exported all the videos to YouTube and made a playlist of it. So you can watch the whole playthrough at your leisure if you want. So Well, I will definitely go ahead and do that because I'm definitely not buying the game. So I can definitely, <laughs> I can vicariously play it through you. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, some of the choices in there was like, I don't know how to make this choice. Oh my God, like, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then in addition to that, I started playing Final Fantasy XIV again, which I've been meaning to do for a while. Uh, they just recently had a thing where it's kind of like a recruit a friend where a friend can invite you back. Um, mm -hmm. So v Vish actually invited me back and I was like, well, been wanting to anyways. And uh, one of the things I had stalled out on was the level 56 uh, samurai quest. I couldn't mm -hmm. beat it. Somehow, like not playing for six months, I came back, tried like three times and beat it. So I guess nerfed. somewhere in my brain, things clicked finally. It got nerfed. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I literally don't know. I have never played Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah. So Final Fantasy fourteen. I was in one of the phases of the closed beta for A Realm Reborn. And that's about the extent of my Final Fantasy fourteen experience. Uh, okay. Uh, it's pretty it's, cool. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's like I played a lot of 11. Yeah. So, well, they I, actually I, made a lot of changes in Stormblood, which vastly improved the game overall again. So but that's, does it make it Final Fantasy 11? No. It's, yeah. In, in my book, that's a good thing because Final it's Fantasy not a good thing in my book. okay, but I didn't like Final Fantasy 11 that much. If you can't stand like Korean and Japanese style grinding games... Yeah. Eleven wasn't a good game for a lot of people. I love exactly. those games, though. Yep. Um, like, I cut my teeth. I cut some of my MMO teeth on like Ragnarok Online and Lineage mm -hmm. and things like that. So I see. Well, see, I tried Final Fantasy Eleven, and I was like, it's okay, but I don't really like it. Um, WoW was the first MMO that I really got into. So yeah. Well, uh, and also the thing with Eleven was that it was so dependent on you know the social interaction too, and mm -hmm. if you're not like a super socially interactive person, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's it was not a good game for you. Exactly, and that's me. I I don't like talking to people generally. <laughs> or doing yeah, that's okay. So that's um, okay. It's okay, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> and then the last thing is I did some World versus World in Guild Wars Two this week, which was fun because they had an event going where instead of going into downstate, you just die. Um, which is very different for the way uh, Guild Wars 2 usually works. And I was having fun and apparently we were streaming. I was streaming it with another friend and apparently we all realized that I just really like killing people because I was running around shooting people and being like, die, die, die. So. Die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Arlie suddenly becomes the devil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so. that's okay. <laughs> But yeah, that was my week in gaming. It was fun. All right. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, myself, I uh, was very busy this week with work, so I didn't get to do a lot of gaming. And it very, it really kind of made me sad. Um, I was doing a lot of training on a new position. That's not really a new position. It's just they needed somebody to cover it for a week. <laughs> Yay. And so it was trial by fire on the job training. So I was at home going over like, best practice books and trying oh. to figure out how this whole thing works. That's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, because they didn't give me any training at work mm -hmm. physically. So I had like 30 minutes of on the job training and it's like, ah, uh, here are my notes. Good luck. <laughs> and that's basically <laughs> it. 
Um, but I did uh, I did uh, start playing the Sacrifice quest, which was the new cinematic quest, the most recent cinematic quest for Warframe, uh, which means that, of course, there is going to be a lot of, hey, I played Warframe this week going on for the next month or two. <laughs> um, of course, I did get into Hearthstone. I did uh, play Hearthstone this week uh, kind of heavily, actually. Um, I played a lot of I'm playing. I'm on like my fourth or fifth run of Arena. Uh, which is something I'll talk about a little bit later when we get down into the news section of the show. Uh, not a whole lot else. I did play um, some Magic the Gathering Arena. I played some Magic the Gathering Arena uh, because they've got some events going on for the next two weeks that are really entertaining and really fun. Um, draft modes are uh, there's a draft mode that's going to be that's up for the next two weeks. And I'm having a lot of real, real fun with that. I'm not liking the cost structure in Arena. Mm. But I'm liking the game because I don't like going to like my card shop. I don't like going to the local card shop. I just yeah. I don't because there's obviously, you know, there's obviously the clique that lives there yep. and the people that all know each other. And it's just like I'm not all that interested in getting involved in that yep. uh, because neckbeards. Yeah, I have the same problem with local um, uh, places that sell like D&D books and stuff because I mm -hmm. still love like the physical books. I adore having those and every time I walk into one of those I just feel like I'm I don't know some crazy thing that everything can't stop staring at and I'm just like don't look at me just pretend I'm not here. I don't know. Well, the worst part bad. is they do that. They do that. You walk <laughs> in like it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl or whatever. You walk in and all of a sudden just like everything stops and they look right? at you for a few minutes. It's like an old Western saloon and everybody's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there is inevitably some guy with a giant bushy beard just kind of sitting there staring at you. Takes nope. a drag off of his vape. <laughs> Uh, but yeah and yeah that's that's kind of uh, local game stores is gonna be a show i'll do with chris and i'll probably bring you in also for that yeah. show we'll do that as a we'll do that as a side episode someday uh cool. where, where i sit down with you and chris and me and we talk about gaming stores and gaming and stuff like that awesome. that'll be really interesting um so uh chris is uh so chris is actually out this week he is uh currently attending his first kumite uh and we wish him godspeed you split kicking stallion um <laughs> And uh, Kevin uh, currently has his finger stuck in a dike, um, and apparently they've made him president of Denmark. So upgrade. <laughs> Denmark's a uh, cool country. Denmark's a cool country. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of hard to be the president of Denmark when your finger is literally stuck in a giant earthen wall that is holding water back. <laughs> see, see, you like how I had to explain that so that people didn't get the wrong impression about what I put there? See, I don't see, know that's... why anybody would get the wrong impression about that. I don't know why either, Arlie. <laughs> Mind out of the gutter, ma'am. It's that's impossible. I know it's not. It's not going to work for me either. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we were actually pretty uh, pretty light on feedback this week. Um, we didn't have any real responses on Twitter or Gmail or SoundCloud, from what I can tell. Um, we did get an Elby's Corner like two minutes before the show started. Actually, it was like an hour and a half ago because it took us like an hour <laughs> to get our fucking show notes together for this because it was just one person writing the show notes this week, Arlie. Yeah. And I kept distracting you with funny shit. <laughs> I know. I know. It's difficult. OK, uh, but we really did. We did actually get a little bit of LB's feedback. Uh, LB, of course, is listening to the show live as we're recording it. And Kevin is going to hate me for saying that. But uh, thank you so much, LB. We always appreciate you uh, and your feedback because it always does lead to good discussion. 
Um, so LB says, uh, I find it really disappointing that Blizzard won't make artifact appearances transmogable across specs. Yeah, it's nice that you can transmog over any weapon type for your spec, but assassination rogues and subtlety rogues both dual wield daggers. And there are lots of other examples where they wouldn't be animation issues, where there wouldn't be animation issues. Why is that so hard? Just Blizz being lazy. <laughs> I personally think it's a good thing, kind of. I mean, there's trade-offs. I know, like, personally, I was really hoping I would be able to have for my cat form, my cat thing set, and for my bear form, my bear set, and, like, mm-hmm. being able to do that without having to switch specs to see each one. It's one of the reasons why I've worked really hard to get my cat one as well. But at the same time, like, I kind of understand their reasoning behind it um, to some extent. To um, an extent. And there are, I thought they were, they were making some exceptions for some of the classes for some of the artifact appearance that they wouldn't be um, spec lock. Have they reneged on that? Because at one point they were saying that they were doing it like as a case by case basis. I think it's still kind of up in the air. There's still like the major balance passes for BFA are done. So they're kind of going back and working with the fiddly bits right now. Mm -hmm. So I think think they might have an opportunity to do some of that i don't know they've been taking a lot of they've been really acting on feedback that they've been getting through bfa so some feedback (laughs) some of it yes god that's better than other uh true uh other betas and ptrs okay they did mention that in the q a okay so i haven't actually gone through the entire q a which is something that we're going to be doing a little bit of during the show um so okay you win there lb fuck you Um, but I, yeah, I, I can personally, I'm like, uh, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. I accept it because I'm so used to our used to legendaries and things like that, not being transmogable anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of accepting of it. So I, it's just, just another layer on the same bullshit cake that we've gotten for years. So, mm-hmm. oh, well, um thank you lb for your feedback buddy uh and he's mentioning he's actually talked to me live he's like well holy has shadow looking staves <laughs> um staves staffs whatever staves mm-hmm. um yeah i get that but that's all that's that's thematic for the item itself mm-hmm. and not for the class like the weapons that you get for your for your artifact are thematic to themselves and to the class yeah i'm actually curious too for how transmog works for the other classes because for bear and cat to do it we have to transmog our weapon look and if we want one of the variations on the color for the skin so like our weapons each line has a different color ish but then for the variations within that line for the skin that's what changes You have to then right click on it to choose or you can go back to your class hall, select that one. And then when you go to transmog, you can just it'll automatically go to that one. Um, I'm curious if other classes, they just have all of the variations of it out there and they can just pick it or if they pick you know the version of it and then right click and pick which color of that version. Now that I can definitely see as being something that they might act action but it might be actionable feedback for them so mm-hmm. we'll have to see what ends up happening with that and where they end up going um but i think that's something that they could definitely work on and definitely be actionable about um 
yeah um elbs thank you buddy appreciate you um i don't know what else to say in there so i think you just go ahead and kind of move on there what do you think okay. <laughs> yep what do you think i'm the professional podcaster yeah so <laughs> yeah he, and he says yeah for normal classes you just have all the colors unlocked on it so that annoys me more yeah, I definitely <laughs> see that being so difficult. <laughs> I could definitely see that being something actionable that they might work on for druids. Um, yeah. I know druids are a little bit more complicated and how their transmog works for that. So yeah, that it could just be a technical limitation. Um, mm -hmm. I, we don't know. We'll have to see. Um, so last week on the show, the show went a little long. Kevin and I had a little bit of a spat <laughs> about that at the end of the show. If you haven't listened to it uh, towards the end of the show, about an hour and two minutes in, I go, hey, okay, that's going to be the end of the show for this week. Kevin's like, no, no, it's not the end of the show. We're going to keep going. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> so Kevin and I kind of had a little back and forth about that. And uh, the show ended up running at just about just shy of an hour and a half. Um, but during the show, we also put to you all, uh, what do you feel like is the optimal link for this podcast? Um, and not surprisingly, it was a pretty even split between uh like 45 minutes to an hour mm -hmm. and between like an hour plus so it was a pretty even split on it uh between people that wanted the show to run a little longer and people wanted the show to run a little shorter or at an hour um so kevin chris and i kind of sat down and we're like okay like i guess an hour and 15 minutes is pretty fair uh with you know some exceptions maybe a little bit longer here and there maybe a little bit shorter here and there uh, but we're kind of shooting for about an hour and 15 minutes at this point so um if you feel like that's a good time frame for it give us a holler and give us some feedback either at at feedback at azerothctc.com uh, on our Twitter at azerothctc or join our Discord channel, which will be in the show notes and all the stuff that you can see. That's all. <laughs> uh, so we did have a little bit of a shout out. Um, I know Kevin really likes to shout out the countries. I personally am just going to shout out everybody who's been listening recently uh, and all the folks that have been joining our Discord and interacting with us uh with we're we're really poor social interactors sometimes so we do appreciate everybody who comes on in and uh does uh chit chat with us comes on in and gives us our feedback too gives us your feedback too we really appreciate that thank you all so much for listening to this weird hobby that the three of us have um thank you we we we're this is literally episode 69 giggity uh for chris for chris's sake there was a giggity for you um this is literally episode 69 which means that on average we've probably got about 80 hours worth of content that we've recorded over the last year and a half um and we really do appreciate everybody that does show their support because it does give us it, not support support would imply that we had a patreon or something which we don't because <laughs> we don't monetize this in the slightest um we don't monetize. We don't sponsor at all. So moral uh, support. Moral support. That's a good one. Uh, we appreciate all the moral support that we've gotten from everybody. And just thank you so much for for listening in and interacting with us. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure to talk with you all. And uh, we hope to continue talking with y'all for as long as possible. Thank you. News. It's the news. Woo. Arlie. We're going to yeah. talk about everything but World of Warcraft. Because what's our main <laughs> topic this week? World of Warcraft shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, in Diablo news, it's not shut down yet. 
Yay! Yay! Um, there, there's the little whispers about maybe the next Diablo's on the way. Oh, it's not whispers. It's confirmed. <laughs> that well, is. Conf- I don't think it's confirmed. Well, we don't know what it is. We they have stated that there is an unannounced Diablo project that they are working on. Okay. But I'm pretty certain they've stated they have an unannounced Diablo project. But we don't know what it is. Is the problem? So it could be like another expansion and not like it will not be an expansion. It will not be expensive. something that something that Kevin, Chris and I have talked pretty heavily about over the last uh, mm-hmm. month or month to two months is that Diablo three is pretty much end of life at this point. They, they are in mm-hmm. maintenance mode from what we can tell, yeah. um, which is sad because Diablo three was really good, but and it only got six years and that's kind of sad. It's still pretty good, though. It's still pretty good. It's still pretty good for a game that people were like really, really hating on when it came out. Yeah, yeah, I forget about that sometimes. Yeah, which it's weird for me because, like, from the get go, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought so. it was fantastic. I absolutely yeah. loved it. I love. I actually preferred the Inferno system mm-hmm. over the Torment system. Yeah, I liked it, but that's just me. Everybody's a little different. Um, I really liked the Diablo three at launch. I really thought vanilla was really, really great. Uh, I just yep. didn't like the RMAH. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought the auction house was the regular auction house was. Eh... I actually never used the RMAH at all, and I'm not sure that I used anything else. Like I literally just was ignoring I... other people. I was like, this is my single player dungeon crawler. That's what I'm playing at S. <laughs> I made like 25 bucks, I think, on the RMAH, and that was it. And I didn't buy anything at all. I, I got lucky with like a very early legendary and I sold it. Hmm, nice. Uh, and I made some money off of that. But I mean, yeah, I, I it really was not Diablo was the problem. Like the, the auction house system yeah. was not Diablo. I liked it. It was a good thought, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Diablo. It was just their way around, you know, building the trading economy because there really isn't yeah. a trading economy in the game. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Diablo, not dead yet. Hearthstone, the Taverns of Time is currently active, which is awesome. Uh, Taverns of Time is a special two week event, I think it is, uh, in which the arena is uh, a special time broken, time wound, time something or other event. (laughs) Uh, There are special cards uh, that are available only during this arena event. Uh, They are all like bronze, drake and time themed. Uh, and it really changes the gameplay up a bit. Um, I've been having an absolute blast. I've played, like I said earlier, I've played like four or five arenas so far, and I am not an arena player in Hearthstone. I don't like the drafting format that it has. Um, Is arena the one where you just go in and then you pick like a bunch of cards after mm -hmm. you've joined it? And yeah, you build a 30 card deck, uh, while drafting from three choices, uh, 10 times. Oh yeah. 30 times. Okay. Um, I'm not a fan of that drafting style. Uh, I don't like that blind draft style. Um, mm-hmm. I like the way drafting usually works in things like Magic the Gathering and things like that, where it's you versus like eight other people or seven other people. Mm. And you keep passing around packs of cards. Hmm. And the cards can come back to you at some point. Yeah. Uh, it makes for it. It also gives you a lot. I, I like the strategic aspect of drafting like a CCG or a TCG. Yeah, I, I like the strategic aspect of it. Like Hearthstone is not very not a very strategic draft It is really just down to RNG luck on it. So but yeah. I've actually been having an absolute blast playing it. So uh, 
a lot of fun. There's also a lot of uh, special quests that are active that uh, reward arcane dust and a bunch of gold every day. A new quest comes up. So uh, been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, your last chance uh, for the get in here bundle, uh, which is 10 cards at a discount rate. Of, I think it's $8 or $10 uh, of all of the current standard sets, two packs of each of the current standard sets uh, will be disappearing. I believe it's on the 18th. So if you are trying to get that, uh, now is the time to do it. I think that covers Hearthstone. What do you think? Yep. Okay. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about Heroes of the Storm? Because I know you were talking in Discord about how, I think it was you that was talking about how they were excited about this. Oh, no, that was Vish. She's that was super Vish? Excited about oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah. so Vish is super excited about URL. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I love her too. So the All fact right. she's in there is cool. You can talk a little bit about that. So uh, who's out now in Heroes? Uriel. 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 I always say Uriel. I don't know why. Right? Uh, Uriel was an angel in Diablo, oh, I think. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. All right. Also, yeah. it's it's on, also prophecy. It's on yeah. the. It's on the. Her horns are. LB's first comment is her horns are wrong. <laughs> that's the important part about her. her horns that's are the wrong. important thing. Her horns are wrong. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Cannon, not cannon. Yep. I'm just going to repeat that. I'll be not canon. But like, she's super, super powerful, but that's kind of standard for new heroes and heroes, isn't it? Incredibly like, always... standard. Yeah. Um, she is a special kind of broken though, from what I've come to understand. I think they were mentioning it and then she can basically stun lock people. Uh huh. Like infinitely. Is that correct? Oh, really? I think she can like infinitely stun lock. I think, let me see. Oh um, Oh, no, it's uh, infinite armor. It's an infinite 40% damage reduction. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so she can have basically an infinite 40% damage reduction, which is crazy. Um, yeah. That is a little insane. Um, what else is going on? I heard something else was going on. There's an Alteric event. Yay. The Alteric Alley. The Echoes of Alterac. This is the first time we are seeing this event. This is another. Um, this is like the Heaven and Hell event, uh, the War of the Heavens event that we got last year, um, where it's a themed event. Hmm. And we are we've gotten Alterac Valley this year, complete with Vandar Stormpike and Drekthar. Yay! Yay! Um, super excited. I haven't actually played it. I might actually play a game or two after this uh, after the show's over. Uh, if well, Elby's at work, I think, but uh, we'll see. I'll see if I can get somebody to pop in and play a game with me. Um, I'll, all I'm going to say is that spirit healer Oriel skin. I need that in my life, bro. I don't <laughs> even really play harsh uh, heroes, but I need that in my life, though. OK, mm -hmm. for real, real and not for play play. Um, the other thing is, and, and you didn't know about this, and I actually didn't even know about this until the show started when I was looking up some of the news for this week. Uh, Twitch drops are active on Heroes of the Storm currently. Uh, so that's really, really, really psyched about that. They are having a uh, Twitch drop event going on right now in Heroes of the Storm. Um, if you watch the HGC streams on Twitch.com uh, starting four days ago on the 12th, uh, and your Twitch account is linked to your Battle.net account, you can earn some heroic rewards. And I'm actually reading Ooh. their copy from the page right now, from here's <laughs> this one page. Uh, awesome. So the big one that 
it is in there. Uh, so viewers who tune into the mid-season brawl HGC competition while it's live will have the opportunity to win one of 10 heroic account unlocks. Uh, this reward will unlock every hero currently in the va- available in the Nexus, including Urel, on your account. So tune in for at least one hour of the mid-season brawl competition every day on any of the following channels to be entered to win one of these heroic account unlocks at the end of each day. So there's 10 account unlocks that they're giving away their grand prizes for the day, it looks like. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if you watch at least one hour of the mid-season brawl competition, you are entered to win one of these heroic account unlocks. Uh, Which is super exciting. Uh, It's a really good way to get them to get a little bit more engagement uh, for Hearthstone on Twitch, which I think is entirely what this concept is about. Uh, But it's a good prize. Uh, So also, uh, tuning into any Hero of the Storm stream anytime between 9 a.m. June 12th and 11.59 p.m. on June 9th for a combined total of three hours will earn you a rare loot chest. So as long as you're just on Twitch actively watching a Heroes of the Storm stream, for a combined mm-hmm. three hours over the course uh, until the ninth of next month, uh, you're going to get a rare loot chest. And nice. you can watch whatever channel you want as long as it's Heroes of the Storm. Uh, the other one is going to be the Alterac Portraits, the Echoes of Alterac Portraits. There's an Alliance-themed and a Horde-themed Alterac Valley uh, portrait uh, for Heroes of the Storm. Uh, as long as you watch six total hours between the 12th of June and the 9th of July, you'll earn both of these exclusive Alterac themed portraits uh, inspired by the generals Vandar Stormpike and Drekthar. Um, it does. It just needs to be six hours over the course of the entire period. And it doesn't have to be a single stream. Uh, they're also giving away thousands of loot chests every day for the length of promotion. Just tune into any of the Heroes of the Storm channel between 5 p.m. on the 14th, which was actually just two days ago, and 11.59 p.m. on June 12th for a chance to win eight loot chests. That is also absolutely fantastic. Please link your Twitch accounts if you haven't already. If you if you're if you have Amazon Prime and you don't have your Twitch account linked, you're stupid. <laughs> just saying, bro. Um, I think that kind of covers heroes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch is kind of silent. I don't play a lot of Overwatch, so I'm not sure. Eh. Not- Nothing new there, I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, StarCraft, nothing new to report, but the KSL, which is the Korean StarCraft League, was announced or put into place. I don't quite know because I wasn't keeping track <laughs> of it, but I believe it's a new StarCraft remastered. I believe it's a new, I think it's like the new GSL, I think. Yeah. Um, Destiny 2 actually got some news this week coming out of E3. Yay. Yay. Um, Forsaken announcement trailer. That is the uh, the Forsaken is I believe it is it's Forsaken, right? I yep. think so. Yeah, it's the Forsaken is the new expansion, quote unquote, uh, that'll be coming out for Destiny Two uh, this year. Actually, I believe it is September. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got a trailer for that, and we got the announcement associated with it. Uh, spoilers in the trailer. Like, yeah, the trailer that they put out is like. <laughs> Spoilers ahoy. They're not really trying to keep that knowledge secret, though, but we're not going to go into it if you haven't watched the trailer. The trailer's actually pretty good. I actually liked it. They did a really good job with mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm currently cautiously and subduedly hyped. I, at least yeah. I was. Until I saw what the cost was going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. 40 bucks for the expansion. 
and another 30 on top of that if you want to get their new annual pass. Yep. Which gives you access to the expansion con the, the DLC content that will be coming for the rest of the year. I think it's three or four DLCs. I don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. They really burned me on the 30 bucks I spent on uh yeah. the season pass. The annual the first annual pass or the season pass, whatever they called it. They really burned yep. the fuck out of me on that. And yeah, they go fuck themselves. Well like my thing is the Forsaken um, expansion, it at least looks like it might be a substantial amount of story content with it, mm -hmm. which is good. But I don't know. Like, I just, I want to see it, but I don't want to pay that much for it. I, I really don't either. And I, I mean, it's like, I, I didn't pay full price. I paid full price for Destiny 2, just the game did i pay full price for both of them i think i might have actually paid full price or i bought it on this like that first that pre-order sale they had but i got burned really fucking hard considering mm -hmm. that destiny 2 is currently like 10 or 12 bucks at a time I, they gave me a free copy for humble bundle one month yeah i mean i don't and this is this is a whole other conversation that we've been meaning to have like all mm -hmm. the, the guys and like anybody in the chat that wants to get involved in it but like is the 70 bucks or whatever or 60 bucks or whatever we spent on destiny 2 last year <laughs> have you gotten your money's worth on that no and i it's a very resounding i am maybe but not really for me yeah i'm just like uh and I, I will quote the same thing i told vincent minucci <laughs> beginning of this year Destiny 2, Biggest Regret, 2017. Yeah. yeah. And more positive news, though. The Uniqlo, 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 Unix? Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Uniqlo shirts are live. We mentioned this in the Discord, I think, a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. uh, when like the first information was starting to leak out uh, on, I think it was the Korean or the Chinese version of their site. Uh, yeah and japanese i think japanese yeah uh there was a bunch of stuff that came out about these new shirts that were coming out and there it's it's a partnership between blizzard entertainment and uniqlo uh to do a bunch of blizzard ip related shirts and they're out officially i think they've been out Yay. for days now at this point yeah. they're they look okay I, there's a few of them I really like. I'm upset that they finally came out to be able to buy right like the day after. I was like, wow, I've spent too much on clothes already. I need to take a break. And then mm -hmm. they came out and I was like, damn you. <laughs> Bastards. I know. Um, so, yeah, the, unless you can think of any other news, I think that kind of covers it. Yep. What do you think? That's everything exciting. Except for the wild okay. stuff. Okay. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so Albie's been very quiet so far. So I'm hoping he's enjoyed his show so far. Uh, th this show that's just for him and only him. Because uh, God knows I may fuck something up when I'm doing the post-production. Because I don't do post-production <laughs> normally. So Albie might be the only person that ever hears this show. Yay. Hi, Albie. Um, you might be the only one that ever hears this. Um, so our main topic for the week. Uh, Miss Arley, uh, do you want to kick that off because uh, you know we have those two things that we didn't talk about in the yep. news well let's start with the um the dev water cooler about uh mm -hmm. the wow classic we actually got some information about 
what their plans are and where they're going from it. Um, and it does confirm what we thought. Yeah. Um, so essentially, they're not starting off at the very early launch of Vanilla, which makes total sense because really between launch and when they're starting, which was at patch 1.12, um, they made a lot 12. of additions. Yeah, 12. Fine. But one two It's 112. It's not 1.12. It is. 1.12. <laughs> it is patch 12. It is patch 12, woman. <laughs> Anyways. Um... So, like, you know, battlegrounds have been implemented by that point. There's some raids that are open. There's various things. Um, so, it's a good point. Um, they also have the... They did a lot of balancing on the classes before that point, which got, like, all of vanilla classes and all specs were not viable and were not all good, but they were pretty good in that every class had at least one spec that was viable for whatever you wanted to do. That yeah. There, and some of those, some of those oddball specs on some of the classes. Yeah. Well, all the classes mm -hmm. are going to have at least one viable. Yeah. Uh, some of them will have multiples like, mm -hmm. um, like what is it? Uh, I think all three rogue specs besides assassination or is it subtlety? I can't remember. Uh, one of the two or three rogue uh, specs is not viable really in vanilla, but they're still mm -hmm. kind of viable. Yep. I think it's uh, actually sub and I think it's groat it or the rupture bleed or something like that. No, that was assassination as a rupture bleed. Yeah, assassination was all the bleeds. Yeah. I don't know. But whatever. One thing that is viable that I'm super excited about was so this is after when uh Naxxramas was open and uh mm -hmm. During that time rating for Warriors, uh, DPS, a really popular and crazy spec that we got to do was um, two-hand fury slam build. So you're using a two-handed weapon, but you're spec fury um, more than you are arms, and you use the slam. And it was a crazy spec, and it was awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. I am really looking forward to because i think it was 1.11 was the rogue overhaul if i or mm. like 1.10 was like the rogue overhaul and they went absolutely apeshit rogues were combat rogues were super viable at that point mm -hmm. like super viable like yeah. one like sword sword and mace super mm -hmm. viable or fists one of the one, one of the either, one, one any of them yeah. were pretty good. Well, that um, was also back then when you got maces, not just for rogues, but also for warriors. If you were using a mace, it had a stun mechanic stun that was in with it. Yeah, it was yep. amazing. <laughs> yep. uh, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, <clears throat> I'll be frank, I'll still prob. I probably won't play Paladin because Paladin <laughs> kind of only heals and yep. <laughs> they heal okay. But that's about it. It's paladins are healing and buffing, and that's about it. Yeah, you uh, always wanted it's... one holy paladin. <laughs> yeah, because, oh no, you needed to be running multiple well, paladins for rotating buffs. Depending on what, what raid you were doing, yes. But... Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if, at the very least, you needed multiple paladins just to rotate buffs. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you want? I want kings and salve. Okay, there's only one paladin. Fuck you, I'm not raiding then. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Oh my god. I can't nuke and get kings. 
Uh, and Elby's mentioning that his guild back then had a rep paladin that got Sulfuron. Nice. Why? Why would you give Sulfuron to a rep paladin in vanilla? <laughs> I mean, yes, they scaled insanely crazy with slow weapon speeds with high up high top end. Mm-hmm. The scaling was crazy, but it was like literally judge. Smack, judge, smack, judge, smack, judge, smack, mm-hmm. seal, 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 judge, smack. I got yeah. real tired of the Rep Paladin play, play style real fast back then. We had, we always had a Rep Paladin and there was a rogue that I always begged to bring his Holy Paladin instead because like we had many rogues and I was like, we need a Holy Paladin, please. <laughs> I felt please. That, but, yeah. Um. I I think I'm pro- I probably do mage because mage is actually no I'm probably to do warlock warlock was one of my first and early experiences with the mm-hmm. game uh you know over nuking yeah mm-hmm. that was me that was me hold your shadow bolt go stop casting shadow cast stop casting emulate <laughs> god damn it oh, I'm dead okay okay yeah. um that's why I put my soul stone on myself asshole <laughs> yeah I was always a warrior in vanilla but like. The concept of leveling a warrior in vanilla again, it just that does not sound fun. So I don't know what I'll do. Uh, I was priest and priest is super. I played priest during vanilla most like 99% of my playtime at vanilla was priest. Uh, It's super boring to level a priest. (laughs) Yeah, but it's super efficient, too, Mm -hmm. because of wand spec and, you know, spirit tap and all that stuff that went on with that. I mean, it's going to be super efficient, but I mean, it's so fucking boring. It's okay. Clip my mind flay. Make sure my dots are up and wanted to death. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Well, like the problem with warrior is it's just, it's super slow to level. And like, I'm, I'm fortunate that warrior was my first quest uh, class because I didn't know any better. I was just like, oh, this is what it is. All right. And I did it. But then as soon as I made an alt after I got to 60, I was like, oh my god, this is so much faster. Why? This is crazy. So, like, I've literally never leveled another warrior ever in WoW because of that. <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah, they, they're actually pretty quick at leveling these days. Um, mm-hmm. But it's because, like, they added the damage on Thunderclap and, yeah. you know, the, 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 the slam attack thing that uh, does the shockwave. Mm-hmm. Shockwave, actually, I think is what it's called um the stuff like that makes they, they, they just pull everything and kill the it. other thing was i leveled as fury as a oh god yeah ah <laughs> uh, you had no expertise and hit yeah oh yeah. sorry it was just hit back then yeah it was just hit but it was still it. it was terrible like it took yeah. so much damage and uh, yeah. those offhand misses <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh no i'm actually uh. I, I, I'm I'm super stoked about that. Yep. Um, but you know what that also means? Hmm. That's before Battlegrounds gave XP. Oh yeah. Yep. That's before the split for Twinks. <laughs> Yay. You know what that means? Hmm. I am making a goddamn Twink. <laughs> I am making yep. a level 19 uh, combat rogue. Or assassination. Yeah. I, think. I can't remember if it was combat or assassination. No, it was combat because you wanted um, the 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 blue BOA. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, BOE from uh, Shadowfang Keep. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like a Tana or something. I don't remember what it was. But that was one of them. And I used to sell those things 
I used to run Shadowfang Keep. My wife and I would run Shadowfang Keep before she was my wife, and we would just run Shadowfang Keep all day long, like soloing it at level 60. Nice. And uh, getting those and selling them on the auction house. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I cornered the market at one point. I was real happy about that. Wow. Oh, yeah, it was funny. I spent so much time in PvP, like, all my friends would, like, literally beg me to go out in the world and gain levels. Like, literally leveling, the only reason I leveled at all was because uh, for your ranking up in PvP, mm-hmm. there were level requirements. So, like, you mm-hmm. couldn't get to Knight unless you were level 40. Um, so I would just do whatever until I was hitting up against to the level thing and then go out and level. Plus, while you were PvPing, you're still earning a uh, rested experience because you're technically still in the city. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that was nice. That was cool. I like that. Um, it is a whole new world to rediscover, basically. Yep. Yep. Uh, in the water cooler, they also confirmed that they won't have things like transmog and achievements. So, yay. Yep. Um, one of the other things they confirmed, though, is that they're going to be using the current architecture for the game. Yes. Uh, which is good. But, they, but they're but they going to be using all of the old data tables from the game. Mm-hmm. So all the stuff, all the bits and pieces are going to be the old bits and pieces. But the back end is going to be all the new, more optimized coding. Yep. Which is Which fantastic. Is, yay! yay. Yep. Um, and that helps for the long term of um, this, too, of them being able to, like, keep it, like, up, not necessarily updatable, but, you know, like, makes it easier for them to work with it and if they need to do things to it to do what they need to do yeah you you don't need some you don't need a a a nerd with a phd in old spaghetti code (laughs) yeah to do an upgrade to it if they're using the current architecture for it if they're using the current server architecture and the current client architecture um all they've got to do is like oh hey bob can you go over and take care of this real quick yep it's not call up philomena you know curtis the, <laughs> the 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 code whisperer to come mm-hmm. take a look at the spaghetti of bullshit um yeah. so it's like it's super exciting it's really really exciting that they're going to be taking things that way um we all knew it was going to be 1.12 we all literally <laughs> fucking knew it was going to be 1.12 because guess what every fucking private server runs a version of 1.12 1.12 because it's the most stable early it's it's generally as far back and as stable as you can go. There are yeah. other servers that have run from vanilla from 1.0. Wow. Uh, but they're incredibly unstable and it's kind of difficult because of the, mm. and also I think one point wasn't 1.12 the, uh, where they switched uh, over to the MPQ files. Um, they I don't switched know. The file system. Maybe I know they switched the file system. I, I don't remember when they switched the file system, but uh, it used to be really easy to edit shit mm-hmm. in the old uh, in the old game files. And that's one of the reasons they changed it, because people used to just people used to remove the doors, the door mm-hmm. textures from their game. And they could just walk out of the alt uh, out of the Warsong <laughs> Gulch doors. Uh, and it's yeah. just like you can, just, you can remove the texture and the texture doesn't exist. And it doesn't exist for you in the game. So you can just walk out of it. Yep. I remember that happening. And that was hilarious. Mm <laughs> hmm. Um, so I'm really interested to see what direction they go if they try to regress slightly uh, mm-hmm. in like the storyline, but I doubt they will. Mm-hmm. I doubt they will. Yeah, I don't think so. 
Um, at least one of the things I'm hoping for, but I don't think they're going to do, is I thought it would be really cool to set up it as whatever patch you want to start at and then have whatever patch progression that they want to set and go through the patches up until the patch right before BC. And then once that's done, start a new server and do it over so people who want to see that progression could see it if they want to. Yeah. Um, maybe like only one server at a time doing that. It would be cool. That was what Nostalrius was doing. Um, mm -hmm. And whatever the other server, the Elysium. That was what mm -hmm. a, that's what Nostalrius and Elysium were doing. And Nostalrius did a really good job of it, actually. It was fairly stable, all things considered. Yeah. Um, and it did it did have patch progression, and that was really, really nice. And Elysium did the same thing. It was really nice, it was really interesting. Um but it's like I don't think Blizzard's gonna take that path. I, I think that's gonna require too much effort on their part. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad, very disappointing. Mm -hmm. But oh well, vanilla! Yeah. Go get your attunement, motherfuckers. <laughs> I also don't know how much I'll actually play. Like, I'd make a character, I'd dabble with it, but I don't think I'm going to end up playing it that much. Oh, no, no. See, here's what we got to do. Uh, you, me, and Chris. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's what we need. All right. We need a resto druid. <laughs> we need a mage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we need resto druid. We need a mage. And we need, um, I don't know, another AOE class. Okay. Uh, Hellfire Warlock. Um, there you go. And then you just go hit the old grinding spots. You go, op go open up James's leveling guide from Vanilla. <laughs> you find uh, the grinding spots and you just have a Resto Druid healing these two as they go AOE literally <laughs> everything. Raven Hill, yeah. guess what? You're in Raven Hill a Cemetery for like the next year. Have fun, yeah. but you're not going to have to do any <laughs> questing or move. Oh my god. Uh, uh, what the, I what? wish somebody would uh, spin up the hotbot too, <laughs> so they could get the real old school. Oh, get the real old experience? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just oh pull it up god. on Wayback Machine. Just pull it up on Wayback Machine, and that's like, okay, anytime I'm playing on this server, this is the only thing I can use is Wayback Thoughtbot. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you over Alakazam, okay, though? <laughs> All right? Can't quite hear you over uh, Alakazam. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I had to finish my drink. Um, so, that is super exciting. That is super interesting. Um, we are all hype as hell about mm -hmm. vanilla servers, so um, we're super excited about it. Um, I think it's going to go to our second thing that we were talking about. Uh, the Q&A? Yeah. So Ian Hascostas, uh did a developer Q&A uh, yesterday, two days ago, I think it was. Something like that. It was It was a it number. Was it was a yeah. number. Um, <laughs> and it was super... The, 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 I, we're we're going to link the MMO champion uh, breakdown of it. Uh, but it is like... It's pretty big this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they went over a lot of stuff. Yeah, they kind of touched really. a lot of grounds. Um, so are you in the uh, are you looking at the MMO champion one right now? Uh, not at the moment. No. OK, um, well, uh, when you get the chance, pop it up and just tell me what you want to talk about. Um, 
So definitely one of the first things I'd like to mention is that the patch cycle for BFA is going to be similar to how the patch cycle for Legion went. So it was alternating large and small patches. So I feel like they did a pretty good job with Legion with the patch cycle. Yeah, the pacing overall. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm really excited to see if they can continue because if they can continue this going into BFA, I am going to be really stoked for them. Yeah, well, especially like where when they did a big patch, they could put it in, but that didn't necessarily mean that the next raid tier was live at that moment. Mm -hmm. They could really fine tune that for when it was the right timing, which I think that's the biggest, the best change that they've done because they can have all the world stuff in and active and then just make the raid stuff active when it's time. Because in the past, we've had issues where we needed more world stuff, but the world stuff was also tied to the raid, and so they put it all out at the same time, and then people doing the raids were like, oh my god, too fast, too fast, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was something we actually even talked about on the show <laughs> during that whole, the, the whole push for that, so mm -hmm. totally stoked to see how that goes out and see if they keep going at it. Um, they did confirm that blood trolls are not an allied race, despite the fact that people were freaking the fuck out about it. It was, it was a simple was so communication error. Mm -hmm. Somebody misspoke. <laughs> blood trolls are not an allied race. No, but we will be seeing more. Uh, we could. Sorry, not will. Could <laughs> be seeing more allied races in the future. They are not necessarily required for each expansion. Yeah, I do like that he um, said that because the same thing I had been thinking of, if they said, like, well, now that we have allied races, we have to do four every time, blah, 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 like, it very quickly will get ridiculous with the number of them. Mm -hmm. um, I would like them to be able to take a more laid back thing. And as we run into other races that make sense to have as allied races, mm -hmm. add them like organically mm -hmm. rather than having it to be like, we have to do this. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, it's warlords. We didn't get anybody. Did we? Well, no allied races. Well, no, I mean like, that. like races or allied races, period. Oh, oh, I don't think Warlords. we got anything in Warlords. I feel like it was something. I don't know. Let's see. So dead air. Miss were pandas. Yeah, Wad, uh, yeah. So he's right. So Wad was model updates. Oh right. I mentioned that. Totally uh, yeah. They did that. Uh, World Warlords of Draenor was the model updates we did. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of excited to see how they go with that. Um, I like new races, mm -hmm. and I like the allied races, but I also understand it's like it's a little much sometimes. At some point, yeah. everybody on the whole planet will be split horde and alliance. Right. <laughs> we don't need no. that. I still want them to do a neutral faction. I, I've okay. been looking for that for years. Don't worry. I would like to see, like, the yeah. old Illidari come back. Like, mm. the Blood Elves, Naga. Yeah. Some demons yeah. and the Broken. I'd love to see that. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to. God damn it. I want broken Draenei. Okay. Mm -hmm. I fucking want broken Draenei. Cool. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Give me broken Draenei. <laughs> give me an ash tongue death sworn. Okay. Y'all can fuck off. <laughs> and I'll be happy. Um, yeah. So they, he did also mention, Ian also mentioned that everything in Battle for Azeroth content or content specific systems will be in the pre-expansion patch like always so just mm -hmm. a reminder folks that we are we're we're kind of parsing these show notes as we're kind of parsing these notes as we go along so there will be some stuff that is going to be lifted kind of almost verbatim 
off of the MMO champion mm-hmm. post. Uh, you know, we're not intending to plagiarize them at all. We're just going to use them as kind of talking points to go forward. Uh, so also it's fair use anyways, because we don't monetize this. Ha ha. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they're saying that, uh, all of the, all the stuff is going to be in the pre-patch, uh, but they don't have an exact announce release date for that at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're kind of waiting to see how that goes. The pre-patch is going live on the PTR though. Yep. And usually they do it like about a month before the expansion. Mm-hmm. Typically a little, three weeks ish. So. Yeah. I think legions yeah. was really long. Yeah. I think that one was one of the longer ones, but in general it's about a month. ish. So. Yeah. So super excited to see that. Um, <clears throat> one thing I was disappointed kind mm-hmm. of in the um, QA was he was talking about the uh, artifacts and the retiring of them. And he said that with patch uh, 8.0, the, weapons are considered retired and like the traits will not be active anymore and the reason i was disappointed is i don't know where i got the idea specifically but at some point somebody said something somewhere where it came across to me that the whole retirement of the artifacts would be like maybe a quest line or something you have to go and do and like this is whatever happens with the artifact happens and i was kind of looking for that like story like that bit of closure with it because like getting them was Mm -hmm. such an exciting and cool thing like i wanted something on the back end of it and now it sounds like we're not going to have that it sounds like it's just getting turned off yeah and then we'll just when we get a better weapon we'll switch to that which for me feels like kind of a letdown it makes me sad yep i they they hyped up these weapons so hard um, that and LB is saying that the story is supposedly in seven three five, which we're on what seven three two right now, seven three three something, something like that. Uh, I've lost track. <laughs> I, I have lost track. Well, it's also because I haven't been playing for a while. So, um, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll see that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like the way that Ian was phrasing things and talking during the QA, it sounded like that there was no story for that. Like he talked specifically about the Silithus stuff and. I think there'll be more stuff there, but the way he was saying stuff, it sounded to me that there wouldn't be more story for the artifacts themselves. Okay. Which, Um, so, uh, let's see. Kind of digging through this. Um, the war mode stuff is kind of interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did talk about war mode and the honor talent system that, uh, will be coming in the pre-patch. It actually, they did confirm that it would be coming in the pre-patch with that. Um, uh, so the big thing that we knew was coming, uh, PVP and PVE distinctions no longer exist. Period. Yay! <laughs> uh, for your servers, the distinction no longer exists at all. Um, war mode is the new PVP server, basically. Um, Realms will be going to be will be changed to normal and RP only. Um, yep. So there is actually they actually did mention something specific about RP servers. If you're on an RP server and turn on war mode, you will see players from your server in the world. You can still mm-hmm. see people from different realms if someone in your realm from your realm invites them to a group. So they're kind of like maintaining that server identity there uh, by. If you're on an RP server, you're only going to see people from your world, from your server, yep. by default. 
Which is great. Which is like great emergent because... gameplay for people. Like if they yeah. like emergent role playing, yeah, that's really great for them. Um Mythic Raids. Did you want to cover that first line there? <laughs> um, that the whole you can't switch gear while you're in. The... No, Mythic, oh, Mythic Raids. Raid, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of value in preserving what remains of server and guild identity, which is an interesting concept with all of the cross realm stuff that they've introduced. Yeah. Uh... Um,. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's hilarious to hear them say this because this is something that people have been complaining about for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And after they've spent expansion on expansion on expansion dismantling it, they're like, hey, we want to preserve what remains. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then they go straight into the team wants to look at potentially unlocking mythic raiding cross realm earlier in the release cycle. Yep. So, like, they were saying, um, the example they gave is, like, have leaderboards uh, for Horde and Alliance for Mythic uh, guilds. And as each guild finishes a Mythic raid, another slot on the board will get filled up. And as soon as it's filled up on both the Horde and Alliance um, for each server, then Crosswell will unlock. Which sounds like a cool idea, but at the same time, like, the progression of that is going to be interesting to see like it could be quick or it could be really really slow yeah i feel like unless they take a lot of really particular effort to making the fights very difficult with the crossroads could be real fast coming out mm -hmm. yeah, yeah so i'm just like uh i don't know um any of the class changes kind of speaking to you or sort of like the <sighs> stuff that they've been talking about with that not the specific class changes. I'm frustrated mostly because I play a druid and they've been really silent on a lot of the druid issues. Like, this entire alpha beta thing, the only time we've gotten a dev response on druid stuff was that one post about the person not liking people to be able to randomly ride them. Like, literally, that's our only dev post that we have gotten. <laughs> and there are so many things that we would like to be addressed on. Um... So I'm just personally frustrated, especially as we're getting closer into the launch of the expansion. We're, they're winding down like how much they're uh, changing the specs at the base and starting to focus more on the numbers, which is what they should be doing. But it's we're still, I don't know, especially for Guardian Druid, we're still not in a good place. And I almost... It's just me, but I almost feel like because we were so strong at the beginning of Legion that now we're getting a little bit shit on. We're like, you're only going to be okay. You're not going to be really good. And it's frustrating. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, it hurts. It really does. I've been there on multiple occasions on multiple characters. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. um, was there any big stuff that you've been seeing? in here that just kind of really spoke to you about something you want to talk about no there isn't anything particularly huge like most of it was um expected um they did talk about uh transmog for they gave the expansion expansion the example for pallies and for druids because in the case of druids um our bear cat forms are tied to our weapon transmog. But the issue with druids is that we can't dual wield. Mm -hmm. And 
cats use daggers and uh, bears use fist weapons. And those are weapon types we would never be using moving forward because that was just our artifact weapon. They did magic to make it work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did say that we'll be able to transmog our um, you know, pole arms and stuff to the daggers or the fist weapons to obtain our bear and cat forms, which is nice in a way because that lets us have access to it. But on the other hand, it means that because I like my bear form, I'm going to be using these same fist weapons forever, Mm -hmm. like regardless of what weapon I get. And it feels overly restricted to me. Like I don't want to be running around with this fist weapon forever. Like it's either I get my cool bear form or I have fist weapons and it makes me sad i really wish they would decouple the two like it it works for pallies letting them do that because like if they want that look of the artifact weapon that makes sense they can do it and they cannot do it but for us it's we want the bear or the cat form it's not that we want the weapon look and i don't know i want them to decouple the two that's what i want yeah i would um I'd really like to see something like that. Uh, Warframe actually did something very similar to that recently with um, how exalted weapons work. Exalted weapons are like weapons that are generated by powers that your Warframe uses. Um, For the longest time, they were you had to put mods on your regular weapon Mm -hmm. so that it would carry over into the exalted weapon. Well, they decoupled the exalted weapons from the modding system for the regular weapons. So you have a whole new set of mods that you can do just for your exalted weapon versus the mods that you do for your regular weapon, Interesting. which opens up a lot of design space for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of the same deal. It's like decouple the visual appearance of the forms from the visual appearance of the item Yeah, is what you're saying. And that's, that's I think that's really, really reasonable. And it's something that should have been done years ago. Yeah. It's just, it's just really frustrating. Well, and the other thing is, like I mentioned also is, so for other classes, like you get, you have your different lines and then within each line, there's a different coloration for that weapon style. Uh-huh. Um, because we have the forms, there's a different coloration for each line, but for the weapon itself, it's the same coloration through the variations. Like the literal only difference is the form difference. So like mm-hmm. if even if I were to switch, say, between red bear, purple bear, blue bear and green bear, I would still always have purple fist weapons. Mm-hmm. It's like it's frustrating. I don't I don't want to have purple fist I weapons. Don't. I want to have pink fist weapons. Makes me angry. <laughs> Makes me angry. Now I got to stay in a bear form all the time. Because my <laughs> lady looks like crap because she's got big purple shit on her hands. Why do I have purple Hulk hands? This is stupid. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Hulk hands, I think, were monks, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Monks were the Hulk hands, or shamans, I can't remember. One of the two of them had Hulk hands, and that was <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, so, one of the other things is, like, I don't really care about Mythic Plus, but Mythic Plus is something a lot of people care about. Um, so, um, uh, there's not a huge set of changes coming into the affixes compared to the ones that we had in legion the main changes Uh, are the fixes are starting earlier which i agree with that's a smart change it makes sense that and the seasonal affix yeah 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 those are those are like the big ones so uh tyrannical and fortified which are 
bosses are stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, tyrannicals the- bosses are fo- stronger. Fortified is trash is stronger. Yeah. Um, are available from the very start of Mythic Plus. Mm-hmm. You're either going to have tougher bosses or tougher trash, and it kind of, and they 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 say specifically this gets rid of the big jump in difficulty from uh, key level nine to key level yeah. ten. Um, so the other fun one is the seasonal epics. And for season one of Mythic Plus, it is going to be infested. And uh, can you tell me what infested is, Miss Arley? Um, some non-boss enemies have been infested with the spawn of Gahoon. Gahoon. That sounds um, terrible. <laughs> yeah. So spoilers. Don't 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 read too much about that. Um, <laughs> so what what does the what does the infested do it makes uh, the mobs more dangerous and resistant to cc um and when the target is damaged a parasite jumps out of it and uh, makes it way to another npc and that's your chance all i hear is just aoe everything <laughs> all the time well i don't know if that's a good thing because then you might have too many and then like you know, might not get them all down. It also depends on what the parasite's health level is and stuff. Yeah, but like the implication there is that it's a single parasite and it just jumps to a different NPC. Well, but I don't know. They could do it that way or they could do it to anything that you're currently fighting. A parasite jumps out and then all of a sudden you have like 20 parasites. Yeah, yeah but like my read on it is like makes the exact wording that they used mm-hmm. on MMO was makes units more dangerous and resistance to CC. When the target is damaged, the parasite jumps out of the target and makes its way to a different NPC, giving you a chance to kill it. Mm-hmm. And it could just be it could just be how the writing is. But like the writing yeah. to that mean tells me it's like a single thing. That just pops out and goes to another one. Yeah, I mean- that's my that's my take on it. It's definitely possible. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it actually. Yeah. Um, So they're not changing the um, reward structure. Mm -mm. Which is great. I think the reward structure was perfect. Um, I know some people complain about it, but I think it's balanced appropriately and worked well. Um, I know some people who raided didn't like that some of their gear ended up being Mythic Plus instead of their raid gear. For me personally, it didn't bother me. I think by the end of when we were done raiding, a little bit less than half of my gear was Mythic Plus gear, but I don't care. All I care about is it's filling the, the slots and like with the stats that I want and need and having another source to get things that I want. I don't care where it's coming from because it's helping me do the content I want to do better we had a big long fight about this on the show I remember <laughs> we had a huge fucking fight about this on the show mm-hmm. uh, but i'm glad that you share that opinion ma'am yeah well it also in um i almost said legion in uh battle for azeroth it's even going to be less of a big deal that you get some of your gear for mythic plus at least to me because um tier sets and raids aren't going to be a problem um be a yeah. thing anymore because i know that was a problem for some people not so much me because our tier sets were mostly shit but hot garbage yeah um so i didn't have to worry about it but a lot of other people um would get a better piece of gear but they couldn't use it for t- because of the tier breakage and you know that uh-huh. is always frustrating so i'm so happy tier sets are going away yay yeah um so 
Uh, Mythic 10 will yield the best possible loot. That's the model that was using it before. Um, Which ah. currently, just to throw in there, currently you do get the best possible loot doing... Um, I thought it went up to 15 and increased. So... Yeah, it, they, they increased. I, I think that's for the reward chest at the end of the week. Okay. Yeah. Like, just, just doing the Mythic 10 right. uh, at the moment will uh, unlock uh, heroic Uldur, you'll get Heroic Uldur from the runs, but mm-hmm. you get Mythic from your chest. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one I'm actually kind of okay with and kind of not. Uh, the team wants a large item level jump to make it clear that the item is better for you and you should equip it. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't want you have to simming it. Have to sim it. Yeah. I kind of disagree with that. I actually liked running the Sims and like mm-hmm. try to figure out what was the better item. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy simming and all of that aspect too, but I understand also like it, it can be frustrating to get a higher item level and then find out it's not actually better. Um, uh-huh. Going back to a system where if something's a higher item level, you can pretty much guarantee it will be better for you. I think overall is probably a better way to do it if they can balance but that. Isn't that what got us into this item squish in the first place? Well, yeah, and that is the problem. If they make too big of a one, so they're just going to have to squish again. But yeah. yeah, and I'm not happy about that. You don't like the squishes? I I, I like the squishes. I do, but it's just like I don't have like them having to change it every fucking year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. Um, well, it depends on how big of a item level jump they do between like the tiers and all of that we'll we'll have to see but um i think they've squished enough this time because i could just be misremembering but i think they went more drastic with the squish overall this time around than they did the first time so i think they're building in a bit of a longer time for them before they're going to have to go and do it again at least hopefully yeah um Hopefully, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think we end. I think we go ahead and end this. This is definitely something that I, I'm going to have to dig a little bit further into, and probably have a whole other show about some of the other stuff that we didn't really cover in here, mm-hmm. um, like more of the mythic rating stuff, and more of the heart of Azeroth, and PvP, and even further into the mythic quest. But I did want to end with the flying changes, the flying yeah. announcements. Um. Please feel free to go ahead and talk a little bit about that, Miss Arley. Um, well, I don't, I'm not sure. And then they said that you'll be able to unlock flying later in Battle for Azeroth, but I don't think he was saying like later than we were able to in Legion. I think he was just reiterating that it won't be available quickly. Um, my understanding from what they said was that it's going to be the same structure where there's going to be Pathfinder achievements unlockable mm-hmm. that you can work on as you're leveling and as you're progressing stuff. Um, and then eventually you'll be able to get flying, which mm-hmm. was nice. Um, and I also like that he said that they're not currently considering going back and making older expansions just able to get flying right away. Um, like you know, Draenor, because I still don't have that in Draenor, but hey. I got it. Ha uh, <laughs> <laughs> ha! I spent like 143,000 gold buying the the rep tokens on the auction house, but I got it. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, my problem was I didn't want to do the tannin stuff, and I was like, screw it. I don't care if I can fly or not. All I'm doing is writing. Whatever. <laughs> so I never got it. But I do like that they're not just giving that to people. Like, it's annoying to go back and do the achievements at this point to get it. But at the same time, I don't know, it keeps the fidelity of the experience. And all of that stuff was made with the idea of you be running around on the floor anyway. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's not necessary. <sighs> all right. Um, I'm stoked um, and Really excited for a lot of the stuff that's coming in Battle for Azeroth. Um, did you have any sort of final thoughts on this this week, Miss Arlie? Um, do druid things. Do druid <laughs> things? Okay, that's yes. that's that's good final thoughts. I, I like that final thought a lot. Um, uh, my final thought on this week's, on what we kind of talked about this week, is sort of get hype, shrug. <laughs> Um, eh, kind of get hype not really though but kind of get hype about everything um yeah <laughs> yeah um okay uh as is tradition do you have a uh, do that or don't do that miss arley yes Go i ahead. my don't do that don't do that yeah. don't do that right <laughs> yeah um is you know don't sit around complaining that you want to get a thing done but you need other people to do it and people aren't around like organize a thing to get Just your thing done do it. because like if you put something together more likely than not you will find people to do it like everybody's waiting around for somebody to organize shit just organize something yeah yeah um <laughs> My don't do that is don't let everybody schedule their fucking time off on the same fucking <laughs> weekend so that you have to fucking throw a show together at the last fucking second. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'm the only person that's ever had a guest on when I was the only one available so they can both go fuck off. <laughs> I did better than they did this week. Assuming I actually can get this show post-producted and put it fucking live and put up. So, Yay. fuck you both, and thank you, Arlie, for showing up. You're welcome. For coming on and doing the show with me. Um, Arlie. Yes? Do you have anything that you'd like to plug at the moment? Um, yeah, just mostly, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, Arlie82. Um, I post all of my stuff there. Um, also, my Twitch, like we said earlier, is Arlie82 as well. Um, I'm streaming more often, so, you know, come check out stuff. Bye. Definitely go holler at Ms. Arley. She is fantastic. We all love her over here at Azeroth Coast Coast, also known as the Act Sea of Evil. Um, <laughs> we absolutely love her. She's fantastic. Uh, I think that kind of is the end of it. What What do you think, Ms. Arley? Yeah. I, I, I think that is. So uh, we're going to see if I could work a soundboard now. <laughs> Yay. Oh, 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 it worked. It worked. That's Yay. our show for the week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. Send us emails at feedback at AzerothCTC.com. Release today's show. This is our website, AzerothCTC.com. Miss Arlie is Arlie at Arlie82. And shoot us a review. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Say bye, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs>